There are two ways of bringing out the strength of a beautiful Jewish neshama. One is a boy, had a charmed life, very smart, loved to sit and learn, got married, he's learning in Kohl for 10 years and being supported by his in-laws and his parents. Wow, that shows the Kayach of a neshama. And he doesn't miss minion, and he sits and learns Ba'asmada. Unbelievable. There's another way to see the Kavayt Shemayim. You take a kid, and eight years old, Nabuchi went through terrible trauma, and, and it, it killed him, and it hit him with depression and anxiety, and at 13 years old, he went nuts, and then at 15 years old, he was acting like a crazy person, and at 17 years old, he was on drugs, and he wasn't from, and he ate on Yom Kippur, and he didn't put on tefillin, and he, he was in tremendous pain, and he was like in a war with Hashem, and he would curse God, right? And then at 22 years old, or whenever it is, he went ahead and he put on tefillin. Or he did a mitzvah. Or he said a bracha. Or he did a chesed. That's also a proof of the fact that the neshama will not get extinguished. The stories that I have, that I've seen, I opened Home Sweet Home not knowing about this. I also thought these are the bums, these are the, I just figured, let me, let me try to help them. But the bums, the low lowlifes, balitaiva, I keep on doing this, it's not bunny rabbit ears. You know, all these quotes, shkutsim, shaguim, crazy people, drug addicts, they were all gambling addicts, these addicts, that addicts. They would, some of them told me they're gay, some of them told me, all kinds of stuff that they were, most of them were molested at the end. I didn't even know what this was. Many of them were active uh, with the other. They were, they were, these were the like, officially the, the group of the lowest Jews, right? And then one by one, they proved to me how strong their neshama was when, when they were nurtured properly, when they were given oxygen of Ava and chaim, warmth and love, and I respect you, and I don't look down at you, and I don't judge you. And then one by one, this story is for each one of them. And most of them graduated from. So how do they change? And even even just the first time they put on tefillin, or, or when, when they wanted to, we look at it like, well, of course you put on tefillin. So no, once you don't, doing something that you don't do is just as hard as us doing something that we don't do. It's just as hard as anybody deciding to go on a diet. It's just as hard as anybody deciding to learn an extra half hour a day. It's just as hard. Pick anything that you want. It's super hard. They weren't doing it. All of a sudden, they're doing it. And all of a sudden, they're telling me, I feel so connected to Hashem. And and I start realizing that they, who we thought that their spiritual antennas were weak or broken, their spiritual antennas are very strong. That they feel things that I, I, I'm so embarrassed. I never felt. They feel when they put on tefillin. They would tell me all these rough, tough guys. Some of them with tattoos. Some of them psych wards. Some of them with history of drugs. Some of them all eating on Yom Kippur. And a kid, each one of them would put on tefillin. I had pictures of them, and not because about the tefillin. They, they were proud of it. I didn't tell. I'm not a Kirov center. They wanted to. They know what to do when they feel good. We just gave them the, the medicine. You see somebody and, and they're lying in bed and they don't put on tefillin. Oy vey, you have to go put tefillin on them and tell them the importance of tefillin. No, they're too weak. Give them vitamins, give them medicine, get them to be healthy and then boom, they're going to put on tefillin. That's what happened to those kids. We never spoke about tefillin, never told them about the importance of tefillin. I'm not Chabad, so I didn't, I wasn't, I'm not allowed to encroach on Chabad territory. So I couldn't ask them to put on tefillin. I couldn't offer them food because that's Satmar, Bikr Chaylam territory. Right, So I just was nice to them and I had a program for them, but they showed me 
that they have an neshama that is stronger than my neshama. That I hope that I, w- I would get to there. But the, I, I don't know that I can. Mi yoimar. Who could say that if you went through what they went through, that you would do what they do? So I am very clear that I could understand that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is showing off. He's showing off to the angels, to the Pamai Shamala, look, look what I can do to a Jew. Yeah, they're tzaddikim that I can punch them and kill them and kick them and, and, and they're not going to waver. That's unbelievable. And then there are kids, really, who get crumble. They get, they, we, they crumble and they fall and they, 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 they break everything and they, and they want to break themselves and they want to burn down the community and they want to, Rahman al-Atzlan, burn down Tyra and Kedusha. I've seen them cursing Hashem. Bipemali. With all the words, cursing God, and I'm sitting there. What am I supposed to do? And then, Mamash, Shem Amachus, you know, the whole thing. And then a couple of months later, the kids putting on tefillah and keeping Shabbos, tzitzis. So, what does that mean? It's like Hashem wants to reveal to us the kayach of a neshama, the kayach of a neshama, that even if they're broken, no matter what they're cursing, he was an atheist. He was, he was, uh, he was anti, he was cursing, he called you, Nabuch called you Nazi, and he called you Tati, he called you Hitler. Well, at least he gave you a more Bakovitic, uh, title than, than Stama Nazi. You're the boss. <laughs> and now he calls you just to say hi, he would never call you such a thing. They're, when they're so broken, everything falls apart, everything shatters, and then they do a mitzvah. They do a chesed for sure, they care about, uh, and everybody in need. But Hashem is showing us something, there's some kind of a carbon, some kind of a sacrifice that Hashem is getting from these neshamas when they are treated properly. If you go over to them and you kick them in the face, of course they're not going to get better. What does kicking in the, in, them in the face mean? It could just be looking at them cross, just looking at them. You're, you're a loser. They, they go crazy from that. I had a, a kip, a friend of mine went to a wedding and, and he was not dressed like, they don't dress, they don't conform, but he got himself to go, a kid with social anxiety, a kid who was nebuch. If they would know how much sexual abuse he went through as a child, the fact that he decided, I'm going to a cousin's wedding, covered up his tattoos with a, with a, a shirt, he even, you know, the shirt was, ah, whatever. he looked different, but maybe he looked like one of the waiters, but he didn't come in a bathing suit, and he wasn't trying to hurt anybody. Right? And a guy came over to him, and it doesn't matter what he said. It doesn't matter what he said. But he said. It doesn't matter what the words were. He didn't say, I love you. He didn't say, I'm so happy to see you. He didn't say, wow, you're alive. I'm so, I haven't seen you in a long time. How are you? No. He said what he said. Something negative. Negative enough, and it wasn't that bad, but it was negative, that this neshama, who is so fragile, went to the car and almost killed himself and had to call Hatzalah. And we have that story that I showed you in the training with this boy in Israel. You see him, a sweet boy, and he went to a family wedding, a family simcha, Someone in the family went over to him and said, "Di belongs nishdu. You don't belong here." He didn't come dressed, you know, and he wasn't behaving properly. He didn't come dressed properly. "Di belongs nishdu. You don't belong here." That's all he said. And ten, ten minutes later, he hung himself. 
And this kid's life was cut short for no reason. Because somebody, and I'm sure, that guy did not want to kill him. I'm sure he's not a murderer. He thought, this is what you have to do. It's not a Hefkevel. How's he going to know? We got to tell him. No, this is not acceptable. You're doing it. All kinds of things, why he's doing it and what he's doing it, and all kinds of explanations to prove that he's a manipulator and he's a liar and he's attention-seeking and we're not going to let you do this and the world doesn't revolve around you and you're causing everybody, blah, 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 blah. He killed him. And all he had to do is give the medicine. Bashem said what the medicine is. The Litvish of Elter Chazanish said. And all the Maramakaymi say, love. No. I'm going to be smarter. I'm going to be Merachik. I'm going to reject. And then the guy is Nebuch. I don't know how he could ever. What kind of Mechila is there? What's he, how could he apologize? He could apologize for killing him. How could he apologize to that guy's children and grandchildren and great-grandchildren that would have come out of him? He cut off a, a, a whole thing because he thought that the, that, when, that when the Baal Shem Tov said to give love, now nah, what does he know? I know better. When the Chazanish said to give love, when the Lubavitcher Rebbe said to give love, when the Nesiv Shalom said to give love, when the Rebbe Yosef said to give love, I have 6,000 stories. So you tell me where you're from, you give me the address, I'll put it into Google Maps, and I will find the rabbi from the town of your great-grandparents that said, give love. Nobody says to, to reject or to look down or to push away. And it's so easy. To, why can't we just make believe like we're from out of town and be nice? It's the whole program. is just make believe like we're from Chicago. Just being, just say, nice to see you. Is that so hard? Nice to see you. Stop looking at what they're not doing and you want to be helpful? Invite him for a meal. This is what we did at Home Sweet Home. This is what TP parents are doing. And then a year later, two years later, eventually, with God's help, you'll get the best out of the situation. They're going to become from tomorrow? I don't know. First of all, at least you're becoming from by doing that, by doing Ratz and Hashem. So I think that Hashem is bringing out how, how the, the strength, the veracity of an Hashem by showing you in our dar, these neshamas that break, crack completely, and they're still, they don't give up. They, all of them will do something that if it was, if it was, um, if it was anything else, if you were a Yankee fan and the Yankees did to you and, and you broke up, you would never go and do a favor for the Yankees. There's something in the neshama, they will always do something for Hashem. But we have to do also our part. And that's what Hashem is, is demanding of us, putting us in a situation. Nesiva Shalom says that just like it says, just like you have to have education for every single individual child, he says also, every generation has its own chinuch. And there's no question with thousands of kids from the nicest homes that are psychiatrically ill, suicidal, cutting, all of the stuff that we're dealing with here in this room and in Kali Yisrael and rebellious and not from and eating disorders and and all of this stuff and religious problems, right? And atheism and Chil Shabbos. There's no question that our our tafkid in this dar is to save them. And we can. So instead of going out to the parks and the lakes to sing against them and to make them feel bad, I think if all of us, there's much more of us than them, would go out every night to the 7-Elevens and to the parks and to the lakes and Friday night we'd walk out there and we'd say, hey brother, and make them feel good. In the beginning they'd be like, what? And then just over the course of a few weeks they'll realize, bring them children, bring them kugel, be nice to them, show them that like your sins don't interest me. 
Your, your sins between, like, I don't want my sins to be like on my forehead. I don't think any of you would be sitting here. But their sins are very important. You know the t-shirt, don't hate me because I sin differently than you. I don't care what your problems are. I don't care if you're messed up. I don't care if you're anti. I don't care. You're my brother. Let's go, let's go sing together. See them is much easier. They still love singing. Litaks are harder. But let's swamp them in just I like you. Come. You want to eat? You want something? Just be nice. While they go through this hard time, we have so many suicides and overdoses, and I think that most, maybe all, would be saved. And we're, we're missing the boat as a tzibur, as a klal. We're missing the boat. Those who don't have this parsha, staying inside, lock the door, pray to Hashem it doesn't enter, like COVID. And those who are in it are so busy. Uh, but a few of you are realizing, hey, I want to save my kid and all his friends. A lot of you opened up these like Chabad houses, Kip houses, and you realize that your kids' friends, you could save all of them because you have the right eyes. You see Nishamas. You don't see, it doesn't matter to me what the struggle, and the, the more they struggle, the more, the more I feel bad for them. And when they shave their head or they have yellow hair or blue hair or pink hair or they're like, it's, I feel worse for them. It means I want to be nicer to them and I want to pick them up and lift them up and, and give, buy them gifts and make them feel good and take them on trips and do everything we can to just the humanity part, just, just to, to be nice to suffering Jews, suffering people, suffering humans. I mean, I wouldn't want a cat to be hurting as much as our kids are hurting. I wouldn't want anybody to be hurting like our kids are hurting, right? So it makes us want to, on a human level, and, and if you care about the Yiddish guide so much that makes you so angry, do something about it. Do what the Baal Shem Tev said, what the Chazanish, what all of them said. Love them. Love them. Show them genuine love and concern without looking down at them. Baron Shechter, the Rosh Hashiva of Chaim Berlin, walked Friday night outside. He saw four kids smoking on Shabbos. So all the Ketanim, Shamis, yelling, screaming, like, where do you get this from? He's a God Shechter, not a young man. And he went over to them and he said, Boys, boys, I love you. If there's anything I can ever do for you, my door is open. That's it. Sunday, one of the boys came knocking on his door. And they, he asked him for help, and he started discussing with him, and within a short time he was in yeshiva somewhere. The other three, I don't know what happened. But that's our job. Boys, I love you. You're my brother. I don't, I, don't, I don't want to judge you, because I don't want to be judged, and I don't know your story. And probably, means that if I really sat down to judge you, by the time you're done hearing their story, you'll be on their side. I, I saw kids smoking on Yom Kippur and all of that, and then I got to know them. They opened up to me. By the time I heard their story, right? I can't say I'm on their side against Hashem. He's usually right. But as a human being, can't judge them. Like the Baal Shem Tev said, when do we use the meat of Kvira? For other people in pain, I don't think I would be any better than them. You hear their stories, what they went through. So don't judge. Be nice and envelop them in tremendous love. Always smile. Always be there. And they're going to be not nice back in the beginning because they're hurt and hurt people hurt people. And therefore they're going to hurt you and they're going to not be thankful. It takes a long time. But their mindset, 
their mentality changes over time. And you track it. And all of a sudden you'll say, hey, I got a little smirk. Hey, I got a thank you. Oh, we're going to celebrate when you get a thank you. Appreciation, that's a reason to celebrate. And every little thing that they do better, they're calmer, a little happier. Today I got a text from somebody, their kid, something bad happened. In the past, he would destroy the house, rip down the drapes, break the glass. Now, he didn't. He's upset and he didn't do anything. This this is massive. This is massive. This is a year of TP. How much therapy or drugs would it take, uh, um, medical drugs, to numb the kid's brain that he shouldn't do that? We did that. Kid's not violent anymore. And he went through something bad where he would have, they know exactly, they were like, oh boy, we know what's coming. Hide all the glass. No, he didn't break anything. He was upset, closed the door to his room, maybe he slammed it, and he chilled, and he waited, came out two hours later, mother gave him food, everybody's fine. Learning to deal with life. They're learning to deal with life. And we are giving them the chance. So they are showing the proof of the neshama of how strong it is. And we have to show Hashem that we're never giving up on any neshama. That's our, that's our nisayon. Right? That's our thing. We're not going to give up. We're not going to give up. Why don't, why do I say not to give up on any neshama? First of all, it's an oldest farm, but that's not why. It's because I've seen it. I saw the kid who was an atheist, but uh, who's from today. I saw the kid who who was um, hishmad. He became Christian, and and he was openly Christian with a cross and everything, and for a couple of years. And I, he's from today, and so I I don't see any reason to give up on anybody. I hope that 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 Hashem won't give up on me. So let's not give up on them. We don't shouldn't give up on each other. Nobody should give up on themselves. We're all in the same boat. We're all in the shamas that are trying to do the best we can. And and we just need to be humble and we'll see it. So when you see your son or daughter, and, and they're not responding, especially in the beginning of TP, we see pain. And when they curse or they're nasty, we, we hear ow, ow, ow. Because we know deep down under all these walls is a trapped, really sweet kid. They're not healthy asovs. They're sick Yaakovs. You gotta believe that. And sometimes you gotta really believe that. You gotta hold on to that because you wanna punch the daylights out. I know exactly how you feel. That video that you sent me, it's priceless. It's priceless. You could see, it's like, we really should play it for everybody? Nah. It's like the first bomb, and, and he's being so amazing, and the kid is just acting like a horrible kid, like making you feel like garbage, ignoring him. He's like standing there, like, like he came, like, you know, here's a gift, and the kid's like, one minute, like, well, one minute, I'm going to smack you so hard. And he's like looking at his wife like, I want to get out of here. It's such a cute video. I'm sorry I'm laughing at your, uh, well, you have a few such videos, right? And and they're so sick. It's like, I, I came here, imagine if your father said, I'm here to give you a gift. We would drop everything. Imagine you tell, imagine you tell your father, remember the old phones, right? You have to like hold them, right? And you tell your father and he comes with a gift like a, like a, like like, like it was so sweet. He's a huge guy, and he's like on his hands, and he's begging. Like he's doing everything right, and the kids on the phone. He's like, oh. like, what? What is more important than this? Like, and nothing, nothing. So I'm sorry he treated you like that. I give you my word that if we don't give up with God's help, He's going to make it up to you, Amen. and you're going to have a lot of nachas from Him, and you're going to you're going to look back and you're going to say, "This was my tikkun." 
My tikkun was to just give and give and don't judge every day and every week. We'll do a six month, uh, a six month, uh, what's it called? Valuation. And you'll see. Cause you don't notice your hair grow, right, every week until you, after a couple of months, right? Somebody sees you, doesn't see you for a month, they say, oh, your hair grew. You don't notice kids growing either. And there's ups and downs and all of that, but by all of you, we're going to get there. Don't give up on, on what we're dealing with. We're dealing with a trapped, wonderful kid that there's so many layers. How many layers? So many layers. And they didn't put these layers on themselves. This is layers of pain that other people did to them. Okay, good luck.